Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I had to remind myself, like, wait, wait, what is this show? Uh, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, uh, you might notice I have a co-host in the room with me. That's my wife <laughs> right there. Um, this is a brand new Geekscape podcast. And uh, if this is your first Geekscape. Well, I usually don't have a co-host right here in the room with me. Um, but this is a wedding special. Heidi and I got married this past weekend. Uh, usually, I'm talking movies, video games, comic books, uh, pop culture with guests over the internet, celebrity guests, creators, friends, fans, all of that stuff. Uh, but this episode's special because Heidi and I are just basically going to be talking about the geek wedding that we had <laughs> this past weekend. Um Anything else? I mean, we might be talking some Game of Thrones and She-Hulk and some of the stuff we're consuming. I know you're watching shows like Bad Sisters yeah. and The Crown and things like that that I don't watch. So maybe you can drop some knowledge on the Geeks Gamers, like what you're watching. And if you want me to. I totally want you okay. to. This is Geeks Gamer. I and mean, we can't just be talking about the wedding. Like, no talking I'm about sure the wedding. I'm sure people are sick of They're it. They're sick of it. <laughs> So we're going to give you a little bit of wedding talk. Photos everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's out of control. <laughs> we're going to give you a little bit of wedding talk, and then we're going to give you a lot of Heidi Cox London talk, as she is now named. <laughs> Professionally, I'm... I'm still Heidi Cox. So. We're going to discuss that. And while we do, uh, let me run the intro to the show. We'll be right back. We'll, we, we, have, we didn't discuss this. <laughs> Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to this brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Miss Heidi Cox London. Um, and again, if this is your first Geekscape, well, we're going to be talking specifically a little bit about our wedding uh, that happened this past weekend. It was pretty nerdy, though. It was kind of Rivendale themed because this woman had a vision and she pulled it off with a plum. Uh, <laughs> but I want to also remind you that uh, if you're like, well, let me just get more familiar with this Geekscape thing. We just recorded a really good She-Hulk season one recap that's on the feed. Uh, there's a Werewolf by Night on the feed. I think there's a uh, interview with Scott Atkins. There's uh, interview with. There's tons of interviews and tons of 
news and reviews and normal Geekscape episodes going back in the feed. So go subscribe to that, share it with your friends and uh, all that if you love it keep sharing it um i just submitted a bunch of la comic con panels today from the whole geekscape team uh so we're gonna be at la comic con with some panels and all that so there's tons of stuff to do but i thought it would be fun to have heidi on a geekscape so we can i don't know i don't even know where to start this sweetie maybe in the uh comments if you're watching live on youtube twitch or facebook uh let's see matt matt says uh right here it's the pod father and the pod mother (laughs) Of the Geekscape Network. Did you know that you were inheriting a Geekscape? I'm not really a pod- podcaster. Um, Heidi giving some midsummer vibes. I mean, you saw my my crown at the wedding, Matt, right? It was not midsummer, but midsummer nice dream. Yeah, Matt Matt's kind of just a horror fan. Anything I anything know. culturally outside of horror, I, I think it's just, yeah, stuff. it's Muppets or horror. And and uh you like, know I love like, Muppets. He's like Shakespeare. What, what is that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Matt is very well informed. Um, and then uh, Derek says Matt can actually help you become a horror fan if you need or to. Or does he mean Podfather? Does he mean horror? Oh, fan he or can also, he can help you become a podcaster, Matt. Oh, uh, yeah. Matt runs the <laughs> Geekscape Podcast Network, so Geekscape is uh, yeah. Uh, Matt says okay. I know Shakespeare, London. He doesn't even know commas, so let's not trust him <laughs> on that one. Uh, all right, Geekscape is. Here we are. Heidi and Jonathan got married. Um, I described our wedding as sort of like Rivendell themed. I think that was your goal from the beginning. And That's where I started. You yeah. started planning the wedding in like January? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think most brides-to-be, like even before they're ever a bride, if if that's the direction they want to go in their life, that is, they've they've they usually have started planning in their mind when they're little. I think I don't okay. want to speak for all women because maybe not, but maybe, maybe there's grooms out there that do the same thing. But I just remember you saying Ewok village and I said Rivendell and I love fairies. And so it was sort of like this enchanted forest thing with a little bit of superhero stuff sprinkled in. It was, it was just very much like us, I think. You well, the, the first thing we had to do was find a location that had kind of a wooded theme. I'd seen, friends weddings that were that taken place in the woods but those always felt like location like destination weddings mm-hmm. uh i saw some amazing ones uh like in yosemite uh that's where neil and neela our friends got married oh, and yeah. i helped them see that med- w- wedding uh back in 2019 but really you went all the way to yosemite for that yeah we camped out it was like it was it was I like the southern it was, it was like yosemite. the southern part of the range we went there later remember we did we went there in 2020 but jesse and i camped out at the wedding like we That's all had camping equipment cool. so like that and uh don't give me a microphone at the wedding but they did and it, it was actually fun but well, you uh, were the mc weren't you yeah but You're you had supposed to, to be we still had to drive three hours and we were like okay we can't have people driving three hours we had to find like woods here in los yeah, angeles yeah and i looked at Descanso gardens but like that's more of a i don't know if it's not really a public park but then of course I had two maids of honor, as I like to call Fay of honor, because it was all fairy. They were all fairies, right? So I had Fay of honor, bride's Fay, which I think I made up because I've looked it up, and I don't think anyone else has used it. But please, please spread the word, bride's, bride's Fay. Mm-hmm. And I called my flower girls flower fairies. But anyway, so one of my Fay of honor, I had two of them: Megan Green, who started Weed Darlings with me, and then. Stephanie Pressman, who um, he's trying to push me closer to the microphone. Right. And I'm I, not trying to push I you closer to the microphone. I'm trying to make you how, 
close Maybe. do you want? I don't, I'm not correcting that audio later. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get you, you me, to right, sit up right here, straight. Right here? You don't need to go into the mic. Look how I'm doing it. You don't have to go there. Okay, to okay. I'm okay. trying to get you to sit up straight so you, it doesn't look like I married freaking basket case or something what? over That's here. That's mean. Like, it's like, oh, this is my quado. I'm kidding, sweetie. That's so mean. Yeah, just, just be like that. That's I am. It. I, that's how Look, I. Felt, lesson one of podcasting. Now you're ready for Matt to give you a show. I feel like I was already doing this, but um, anyway, Stephanie, Stephanie Pressman, who also worked with me on Stalking Lavar, she she came in as a producer and helped a lot with it, and just one of my best friends, just like Megan, and um, she was. She just said, "Well, there's this place called Orcut Ranch that our friends John and Colby." got yeah. married at check it out she sends me the website and the la parks it's an la parks property and the la parks website has like one tiny picture of the sundial and nothing else there so i had to like go look at colby's wedding pictures and i was like this looks kind of perfect and there's this big clearing with a tree and you're surrounded by all this green and a beautiful path and then there's this lovely area outside of a historic home that was built in the twenties where you can have your reception. And, but there's like, if you're, yeah, you can see, if it. you're watching this, uh, you can see a picture up, but uh, there's Matt Kelly right there. It's one of the Grinsmen and uh, we're sitting in front of a bunch of trees. So I think trees, we, we got the trees. We're, we're missing. You can see a wisp of my niece's dress there um, on the left. And Fawn, I, I realized later I had one bridesman, brides Faye, and he, didn't know to wear his boutonniere and no, no one told we didn't him. tell him we were partying we were partying in the groom suite we we didn't yeah i was like we have like this extra boutonniere Nobody i wonder who it thought is that he might need it no. i don't know but and i of course was too busy getting ready and being hidden so i didn't know to check i did not see heidi in her dress until she was walking down the aisle towards me that was something that was like important that I was said, your choice yeah totally my choice yeah. but i think it made it I don't know. I I think, and I have the audio. I don't know if I'm going to run the audio or not, but you can hear an audible gulp when I first see no, Heidi. You can't. I I think so. No, you can't. <laughs> really? When I first see you, uh, first off, my my best man Noam, who's next to me, said that there was an audible gulp. <laughs> the people in the front row said there was an audible gulp. When I first saw Heidi walking towards me, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is real. This is happening. I'm marrying that beautiful woman." Um, and we pulled it off. I think that the wedding was really nice. It had an elven quality to it. Yeah. I mean, I gave all the brides a little ear cuffs too. And like the Faye of Honor had like both of them had these ones that sort of made your ears look like elf, elven ears. And I don't know. The just sort of sprinkled ones. with every use like all kinds of we used never ending story stuff like music. Our guest book looked like the book from never ending story, which Remember the day we figured out that's what we wanted? I we were brainstorming it and I it just it Came just it just snapped and I said this is the most like, obvious thing ever. I bet on Etsy somebody makes never ending story replica books. And yep, they do. Um, yeah. a nice man and I think he was in Denmark, I think. Yeah. I'll double check. I had to order that one pretty early. Matt Kelly, he was the one who was not having an out of body maybe he was having an out of body experience. I was definitely having an out of body experience during the wedding. As soon as I saw you, I was like floating uh, way above Aww. the clouds. Uh he says Jonathan's face when Heidi showed up got me choked up for sure. I didn't hear a gulp, but I definitely saw it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look beautiful. It was incredible. Aww, and uh Matt says about the bride's fate things. Why didn't you make us uh, groom minotaurs? I, I asked him. He says, I would have worn a cow head. He didn't want to do any of yeah. the yeah, weird names for you Fantasy. all. You could have been centaurs. 
not Manitars. Uh, because because got... if, if I did Manitars, <laughs> you would have looked like that creature from Demon Wind. And uh, I don't think we could have any more Demon Wind references on the Geekscape Network. That's a horror movie, Heidi, that uh, if if I really want to test the limits of our marriage, I'm going to make you watch Demon Wind. It's it's it's, probably, a, it's a horror movie? It, a movie itself is a loose term when you think about this. I don't really like horror movies, though. You know that. It, it's more horrible than horror, <laughs> but it definitely would be in a horror category. Uh, the $2 Late Fee Boys, listen to their podcast here on the network. We weren't there, but we definitely heard the gulp. Congratulations. That's Dustin. We wish, we wish you could have been there. We wish that we had had the room to invite a thousand people, right? I mean, yeah. that would have been crazy, though. My God. Could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, Brett Davis says, this is Brett Codner, Cotler. He says, or Cotter. He says, this is straight out of Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. I don't know. Like, they broke up at the beginning. Please, of ex- please explain. Oh, yeah, you got to explain that one, pal. I don't I don't know what you mean. Uh, Doogie Greg, who's been on the uh, the Xbox Game Passenger show here on the podcast network, says, congratulations on the wedding, folks. And uh, Jim Pagranelli says, Ewok Village in Rivendell is a very nerdy and romantic convergence. I love that about this episode. Uh, it was that, very beautiful. That just wasn't where it ended, though. I mean, the nerdy stuff just kept going beyond what like you were your party was wearing my, my party was pre- actually pretty normal and then when it came to my uh no, but they looked dapper yeah when it came uh, we, we we got a pretty nerdy i think he's nerdy he's definitely embraces the nerd we had a pretty nerdy officiant which yeah. was pretty impressive our yeah. friend chris white last night we went to dinner with our friends chris white chris and emily white and chris was like i'm a big fan of your officiant i show up and he's there officiating the wedding i had no idea who was your officiant i've been listening to him forever that's john fugel saying who's been a friend of yours for a long time 15 years he's one of the first friends i made in la and he and his wife were just really wonderful to me when i first got here and i've stayed in touch ever since and they moved off to new york and um i've missed them living here but i think they love that city the most they do have like they do have a place here too so when they come into town, I always try to see them. It's been a while. I haven't seen his wife or his son. Actually, his son I've never met, but I've seen him many times. Like I've seen John many times when he comes into town, but but I haven't been able to meet their child, which and I'm sad about because I love kids. If you so. don't know who John is, uh, he was a VH1 VJ for many years, and now he has a serious XM show. And he's also uh, an actor. Just and, for the record, mm-hmm. like he he can he was supposed to do some stalking Lavar, mm-hmm. but the scheduling was. A little it was a little funky so we couldn't get it but but he he's wonderful wonderful i knew he'd be perfect because his whole background about like his he there's an episode of excuse me of this american life where his story is featured on and it's like a valentine's day episode from a few years ago where they talk about his uh mother um being a former nun and his father being a former catholic priest and how they ended up married and together and it's really a beautiful love story, and he's just a very cool, existential kind of spiritual um, guy who just—I mean, like my, my favorite thing that he said. One of my favorite things that he said in the ceremony was, "Welcome, people of all faiths and fandoms." <laughs> that was like the first thing he said to our our group, which was perfect. And you know, it, I don't know. He just—he's just a a deep human being and a dear friend who has seen me through a lot a lot of not great stuff and a lot of amazing stuff and i was happy to introduce you to him 
He was also on Geekscape in 2018. If you Geekscape us, go back at the Geekscape. Uh, I think he, his episode was 2018. I sat down in his place in New York and we had a good episode. And he uh, invited me on to his Sirius XM show. And who set up that meeting for you? Uh, this woman right here, <laughs> Heidi Cox, who's now Miss Heidi Cox London. So thank you for that. John was You're awesome. Welcome. And he, he was a fantastic officiant. And I think uh, everything from the rehearsal on was amazing the rehearsal dinner itself was pretty great um i gave my groomsmen not only the hats and the ties and the cufflinks that they wear that were matching the suits and everybody has commented on how great those the the look was on the guys we couldn't address ourselves like that that was all heidi uh and her her look she <laughs> i don't a, know zeb zeb probably could have come up with it Zeb's maybe maybe jesse okay those two are pretty stylish well, guys matt kelly and i are up the creek on that stuff but, but i loved i loved that blue suit with the waistcoat but I, I said, I'm going to get my groomsman cufflinks. Heidi had already kind of started that off by getting me Spider-Man cufflinks that I, to wear in the ceremony. So I wore well, I those. I got you them for Christmas like years ago. I know, but I think with the goal of like, these are the ones you will wear when you marry me. I cast a spell on So I had eight groomsmen and I had to look up their fandoms, maybe ask a little bit, like familiarize myself with some of them and say, hey, like what? When it comes to nerd stuff, some of them are, I get from my running group. Like, when it comes to nerd stuff, like, what's their nerd thing? Matt Kelly was easy. I found somebody who made Jason Voorhees hockey masks into uh, cufflinks. Andy Rattinger, who I went to grad school with, his favorite movie is Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I said, this is going to be super easy. They've got to have, like, a, a coiled-up whip, or they maybe they have, like, the hat from Indiana Jones, or a boulder, or something can be a cufflink. There are almost no Indiana Jones cufflinks except the head piece of the Staff of Ra that you see in Raiders. Uh, you know, the dude grabs it out of the fire and it burns the emblem onto his hand. Uh, I found these cufflinks and they were perfect. Um, so everybody got like really cool, nerdy cufflinks. They also got a trade paper back. So I was getting them things like blankets, which is a crazy trade paperback that i think andy ended up with sorry emotionally for all that trauma you're about to experience <laughs> reading that one uh i think matt got essex county by jeff lemire uh, my junior groomsman who's nine got bone by jeff smith which is awesome like i gave out tons of really good trade paperbacks to my groomsman a really fashionable tie the hat so they can match the, tie, the ties matched the dresses so we got the ties from the same place that the the well, the women ordered the dresses from, and uh, Fawn just matched the color with his really amazing burgundy suit that he's wearing. Um, and Victoria had a light blue. We put the junior bridesmaid and junior groomsman in like light blue, um, light blue tie, light blue dress. Sorry, I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> yeah, we found the ties. If you're watching this on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook, mm. there's a picture right there of the alternating colors. The ties that you can't really see it, but the ties are alternating as well on the on the guys yeah and uh then i like for my gifts i gave them um let's see the the ear cuffs the elven sort of ear cuffs some some pressed flower earrings because flowers and fairies and then uh wings so their wings were in their hair um for the for the bride's face so they had these these beautiful uh, little wings that were made in england by a woman on etsy um, and you, you put them in your head, they're kind of on like a little clip. They were really gorgeous. And some like the, the school, the special needs school I used to work at was for, you know, it was a career transition center and they made one of the classes made body scrubs and candles. So I gave them one of those. And then for the flower fairies, 
Um, the little girls who would normally be your yeah, flower girls. They, they had they actual throw out flowers, but not in our wedding. So they had actual wings. And I just always love bubbles. So like, I got them these little like, like they almost look like they weren't my little pony, but they looked like my Uni little pony unicorn. bubble makers. Yeah. And they just waved them around. That way they didn't have to worry about blowing the bubbles and and a little flower crown with some butterflies on it. There were a lot of butterflies. And they all had wings. They all had fairy wings. They had actual wings on. Yes. And then my wings were in my earrings. I had I had fairy wing earrings. And then I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, and we had custom glassware made for them too that has like a really cute comic of like thing oh, yeah. of our 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 cake topper which is like spider-man hanging upside down and it's spider-man hanging from a lamppost and, and mj kissing him and then i made a i made the graphics so it could say face it tiger we just hit the jackpot yeah and heidi then, looks like mary jane like uh, that's what you know that's what you're wearing during our proposal and i was pretty obsessed about making sure that it happened <laughs> um so Listen, yeah, I was checking all the nerd boxes, but yeah, our kick topper is pretty nerdy too. The uh, I had something I was going to say, but uh, I think oh no no it wasn't you weren't interrupted. It just these thoughts. It's been a busy <laughs> month. Um, my stepmom sent me a picture of Heidi with her flower crown and her beautiful dress, surrounded by these four fair, video. fairy girls, and they all are, you know they're the they're blowing bubbles, and it's just so magical. And my stepmother said, I remember when you were in middle school reading fantasy novels. Did you think that this is where it would end up? <laughs> and I think that's incredible. Like The bubbles were great. I just really have always wanted bubbles. If I ever got married, I wanted bubbles. And I thought this will be perfect. And then um, what else? I mean, like, if you ever want to have kind of a nerdy wedding on a budget, make your centerpieces. <laughs> you did. You made these yeah. ornate centerpieces that were a wood block with a plate on them with a uh, moss and um, the ladybugs and the, everything kind of looked like those little uh, fairy houses that you see sometimes, like people mm -hmm. put little fairy houses in their gardens. And there was a lot of that stuff uh, like at the guest book signing or at certain tables, you'd see this mossy little fairy house. <laughs> what did our joke, our joke became when Heidi <laughs> was like, Hey, we were looking for things to finish out the wedding and, uh maybe things weren't exactly right i was like yeah that's not really the plate or the table we're looking for but we there's like two weeks left uh just put some moss we'll on it cover it yeah, we'll just put some moss on it the solution for making everything kind of <laughs> on brand was yeah just throw some moss on it it'll eventually like dry and crumble but i mean it, it's a reindeer moss that you can get at any craft store and it it, it lasts quite a while everything it, looked ribbon do it, it. Like, yeah it was like a little wood slice um, with bark still on it. And then you put, I, I had a glass. I think you guys probably saw like our video of us making it when we had COVID because we're like, <laughs> we should make more of these. Um, and I, I glued moss to these glass plates and then we bought mason jars and I made little terrariums. They had um, these jewel tone butterflies and baby's breath flowers and fairy lights, a must, right? And then you just, you turn them on and they light up and they're so beautiful and people got to take them home. Mm -hmm. And then. Yeah, we gave them away these mm -hmm. little jars with the, with the, look like lady, like yeah. uh, fireflies in them. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, yeah, they're called fairy lights, but yeah. yeah. So, and then like I covered all kinds of stuff in moss. We had like a, a sign that said fairy crossing. It didn't get placed where I wanted it to. <laughs> It was I don't a know lot going on that it. day. Yeah. But, well, that wasn't your fault. There was yeah. a lot of people walking into where we were getting dressed. 
instead of going to the ceremony area. That's weird. And I realized that the signs were not being put where they needed to be put. But it's a, it all, <laughs> but everybody all the got signs, where they needed to go. I covered all the signs of moths too. Like it was, yeah. but like also once again, back to Stephanie, she had this amazing idea to, because we're not allowed to put stakes in the ground there. Cause it's the, I guess it's Still like a, a LA park, park yeah. thing. Um, so she said, excuse me. So she said, well, why don't you take some plaster of Paris? And I was like, what's that? <laughs> but she's like, plaster of Paris, put it in a little bucket and, um, put it on a dowel rod and then just let it dry. And then you put the sign on there and that's what we did. And it worked perfect. It was so great. And I had a fairy crossing sign and a no admittance except on party business sign. And, you know, we glued some moss and some butterflies to that and there are butterflies in my bouquet butterflies in my flower crown literally we're talking about an eight nine month process of heidi in our living room <laughs> making God. arts and crafts all the time to I'm, make she's burning herself with burn, glue guns and things like that just to try and make all the stuff that was the decor of our wedding and we saved was, money we saved a ton of money, yeah, we saved a lot of money, but she started in January doing this and then and it took up half of our living space. And well, and your stepmother and I had the best time figuring out centerpieces for the rehearsal dinner, which were flowers made of comic books. No comic books were harmed in the making of those centerpieces. Just like no fairies were harmed in the making of the hair pieces or the earrings. Yeah. Matt way. Kelly said, I loved the rehearsal dinner decor as well. And basically the centerpieces were these uh, comic book, uh, flowers and they were put in a little jar and then uh, there were six tables with people and um, I got six Marvel comic characters. This is like a last minute idea too, right? Yeah, it we, was like we... instead of numbering the tables, let's name the tables after like Spider-Man, Daredevil, Doctor Doom, uh, and then that, yeah. on your name plate, uh, your little name name place card, it says which comic book character is. So you just like a speech bubble, right? In a comic book speech bubble, it says yeah. your name, and then it says like Daredevil. So you know you're going to go sit at the Daredevil table. Uh, you just have to figure out who Daredevil is. Uh, so it was like a natural sort of organic way of deciding all that stuff too because it was funny like when alice and i were working on it we we ordered all the flowers and they came out cool and then she found these like hearts made of um the same like comic book hearts and then i got these really colorful vases and um and then i was like "Ooh, what if we what if we don't do table numbers what if we do characters mm -hmm. and then i thought what if we use some of your action figures and you know that not the really nice ones but he's got a couple of like itty bitty ones that are like whatever and then he was like yeah but then there's none of them or whatever but they were like whatever he's that's a joke that's, there are a couple that and he was like no but there's gonna be because we do have a lot of kids in our wedding and stuff and i i thought we both thought oh the kids might want to grab them and that could be hard so then i ain't let go of my comic book so then i started making the figures. place then i started making the place cards and I was like, well, I'm, but I didn't want to do the calligraphy. I was just so tired. It was so close to the day. And I thought, well, we should do a comic writing anyway. And then so I started cutting them out. And I was like, oh, it's easier to cut it out in like a speech bubble than it is to to like make it a perfect, perfect like square or circle or something. So then the name card tag comic book speech bubbles. Then I gave him. Yeah. And I gave him a job of like circling outlining the speech bubble so it all was like super organic it was it was cool. fun though yeah. uh matt kelly says don't skip the table for medusa really testing people's knowledge medusa is the queen of the inhumans y'all watch dr strange multiverse of madness you saw the king of the inhumans black bolt 
uh, Medusa's his wife. Like I was gonna do uh, Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman, but I didn't like find a piece of artwork that I really liked. I was trying to keep things retro, Jack Kirby ish. That's cool. And yeah, so I left I it up to you. Found a really cool picture of Medusa, Queen of the Inhumans, who hopefully will end up on screen. And I mean, she was in the Inhumans TV show on ABC, but no, it wasn't very good. But it'll happen. Um, <laughs> what I love too was all the geekscapists and all the people who came into town to celebrate with us. Uh, we had some people from our run group. We had people from the filmmaking. We had people from the geek world. And they we all got the, to meet. And they all got to hang out. Big Yanks was a big part of our Wednesday. He came in and uh, he wanted to go to Disneyland, but it was a blackout date. And so he, we ended up taking him in and out and then picking up Matt Kelly. And we all went to get our suits together. Uh, and Big Yanks says, I loved In-N-Out Animal Fries. <laughs> Big Ink started our weekend on that Wednesday, and then he ended that weekend. When on Saturday, we went to Universal Studios, and Big Ink's was there. Yeah, we took my family there, thanks to my friend Derek, who you guys, y'all probably know him if you go to the Renaissance Fair. If you go to the Renaissance Fair in Irwindale, he's usually dressed as Gandalf. He's like the most... Like he looks like Gandalf. He's always Gandalf there, and I've, like all of these people that are friends of mine that don't know him, I'll see them in pictures with him. So my friend Derek, he works at uh, Universal, and he got us admission to Universal, and I was able to see my family. And Yanks went too, and that was cool. Plus, it was just really cool to have my family here because they don't get to come that much, and people really seem to like them, and they liked my mom. <laughs> and I have a niece and nephew now. You do. I have a niece and nephew now. And they like thrived. They loved it here. My my niece can get very anxious sometimes. She's fifteen, and she was nervous when she found out we put her at a table with our friends, as opposed to with um my parents, my mom and my stepdad. We threw her into the deep end of the pool. But she at, on Friday after the wedding, she looks at me and she goes, "I feel comfortable with everyone. I yeah. love it here. We I want to really come back." And I was so I was so that meant so much to me. Okay, Heidi, and I need to parents, ask you your opinion. Mm-hmm geekiest table at our wedding and i in there, oh, here here no here are some options please okay you're gonna have to vote on it okay you're the only vote that counts for the rest of my life you're the only vote <laughs> that counts but here are the options i'm gonna give you three for nerdiest table first one's pretty obvious it's the geekscape table that comprises of our own katie elsesser oh hampton she's gonna get married uh her fiance mark we had uh josh jackson of geekscape games and his wife megan mm-hmm. we had Matt Kelly wasn't at that one. He was at the the wedding party table. So Matt Kelly wasn't there. But it did have Shane and Derek there and Big Yanks. Okay, so there's that. That's the Geekscape table. We also had a table comprised of Gallo Jackson, who's been on the show, Jason Inman and his wife, Ashley Robinson, Ian Kerner and his wife, Stephanie, and Jonathan and Holly Root. Jonathan performed at the Geekscape Live, and he should be back on their show anytime because Jonathan's You've awesome. That's I've a pretty him. nerdy table there. I've known him since college. And now your he, third vote. This is the third table that's nerdy. pretty nerdy. Yeah. Yep. Any table that had Casper Van Dien in it. <laughs> I can't remember where they were sitting. They were kind of... To hard left. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the one with Ian and... Um, Jason and Ashley, and that's probably I don't know though. That's yeah, hard. That's a that's pretty nerdy but, but over there. I, whatever. <laughs> Every table is a nerdy table the, for the most part the, at our the wedding. Table with John Nash, he's pretty nerdy too. And you so. had, uh, yeah, you had Cosmo at a table. Yeah, yeah Cosmo there were a lot of nerd Lynn. tables. Uh, yeah. Matt Kelly says, you know what? I think that the geek history lesson combo of Jason and Ashley plus Ian alone outgeeks the entire Geekscape table. Uh, and you know what? It also has more social 
it, uh, you know, aptitude too. Oh, because, I have a question for Matt. Matt, did you have a good birthday? That Matt, was, did you have a good birthday? That was on his your birthday. Was the day of our wedding. Matt didn't know that we did this, uh, but <laughs> not only did we order a wedding cake in a much bigger sheet cake to serve uh, when the wedding cake was gone, yeah. but I ordered a third cake because we got married on October 14th, and it's also our very own Matt Kelly's birthday, and he was spending it away from family, but well, like with family, with us. I know. And so yeah. we surprised Matt in the middle of the toasts, in the middle of getting ready to eat dinner and celebrating the wedding. I said, hey, go clink, clink some glasses if I can get everybody's attention. Here's a cake. It's covered in Disney stuff, and it says "Feliz Cumpleaños." Oh yeah, we Matt, sang that, and we sing "Feliz Cumpleaños" to Matt. And uh, oh, he Matt, says he, it was he, happy birthday. He said he answered in the, in the comments. He says, "Dude, the cake was amazing and a beautiful surprise party." The question is, when is the real wedding? <laughs> because that was all for Matt's birthday. Oh, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. Every day for the rest of my life. It was really fun, though. Well, we have to bring up Christina and her amazing choreography. Oh, I didn't drop you the three times that I could have Yeah, you he lifted me, dance. and, like, we did. A, we had a, a very specific choreographed piece. Was I nervous about the wedding itself and my vows and the ceremony? No, absolutely not. I was cool as a cucumber. Not necessarily because I kept drawing my brow because it was hot. We were in sunlight. But I but... loved what you were using to draw your brow with, too. It was my grandfather's handkerchief that I asked him to carry with him because I was very close to my grandfather and I have a stack of his handkerchiefs. So I tied one around my bouquet and I gave one to Jonathan. And so yeah. when you pulled it out to wipe your brow, I was like, granddad. But the part I was sweet. most nervous about all weekend, like do not screw this up was there are like three lifts and turns in our, in our dance where I pick you up. There's one where I just pick you straight up. Like, yeah. you, like I'm the rocks the and you're the little mermaid. Yeah. Can't drop you there. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and then there's two where you like spit into me. I scoop you. Yeah. And we and you spin. Like uh, like Patrick Swayze style. If you can just close. It if you're listening amazing. to this, imagine Patrick Swayze and Dirty Dancing and how ripped he is and how, you know, he's awesome with dancing. Yeah, never mind. It, it was, was nothing like that, but it was close. No, it wasn't even close. Um, Zoe Bailey, who enjoyed their time, said a sheet cake. Now it makes sense. I thought your wedding cake had TARDIS part uh, properties. No, we I don't had get we, that. well, we had a proper wedding cake. That yeah, was we tiered, did. We had a two tiered wedding. That wasn't going to last for flowers everybody. with flowers on it and and cake kept coming. Oh, TARDIS like bigger on the inside. Right, bigger on the Ooh, inside. That took me a second. So what happened was, <laughs> and this is something that when you're planning a wedding, definitely do this. Like get a smaller wedding cake for the photos yeah, because those are those are super expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, get those and then just have like a really nice sheet cake. That you're going to serve to the majority of the guests, make them the same cake, so nobody feels like they're being second tiered. But you didn't. You I made know. Them different. One was. Red. I asked him if he wanted to do red velvet for the sheet cake, and he was like, "No, let's do white." Because when I went to Vallarta, I started talking to the lady in Spanish, and she said, "Hey, no, tú quieres ir con este," and she started talking to me towards the vanilla cake, and also I texted Matt. Now listen to this trickery, Matt. I texted you and said, "Hey, vanilla cake for the wedding." Or chocolate. And really what I was trying to do was decide which cake Matt was going to get for his birthday. Um, and that's how it is. Matt also says, it, it, speaking of surprises, you know what? <laughs> speaking of birthdays, not just it, today, the recording of this on the 18th of October, uh, it's John claude Van Damme's birthday. Just pausing to say that. All praise. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> Matt Kelly said vanilla. Derek Cranavolt says to Matt, chocolate is too spicy. Uh, but uh, Matt says, 
I've been listening to NXS's Don't Change a lot after the wedding too. That's a song that Heidi and I connected on. NXS's Don't Change. Derek we, was Derek was actually there the moment that we connected on it. Yeah. Derek Cranwell was. Yeah, you played it for me. And anyway, you played it right as a surprise. So we like told I each say, other I no say. secrets. You didn't we didn't say that. We no, said we no said no presents. gifts. No gifts. No presents. And you kept secrets. You surprised me with a musical rendition of Don't Change on the Ukulele. Yeah, and then the, the instrument mm. was having trouble. It kind of started losing its tune in the weather. And I you you I can perform on stage just about any time and sing just fine. But gosh, when you perform at your own wedding reception, holy cow. It just like completely <laughs> it was I know I'm being I was, hard on myself. You're being hard on yourself. I was in the clear. It's, I didn't drop you three times during our dance. So I, I, I was though. aces for the rest I of the wanted wedding. it to be perfect. I'm so happy that you were surprised and you loved it. But I wanted it to be perfect, like in perfect. tune and like no shaking. To and... me, it was perfect. Thank you. Because I'm tone deaf. No, because it was Plus beautiful. Also, and I you mean... melted so many. You melted all the hearts. You, like, but, it was beautiful, sweetie. But also, we're in LA. I mean, there might be people who want to put me in their movies. And if they think I can't sing, you know what I mean? Like, um... And they won't be musicals. <laughs> They'll be horror films. But I want to be in musicals. <laughs> no, musical really. horror films. Seriously, though, I, like I really just wanted to surprise you, and I wanted it to be perfect, and and I'm glad that it made you happy. Uh, someone who does want to put you in a movie and has put you in a movie, you're going to film in November. Okay. Says congratulations. That's filmmaker Brett Levner there in Las Vegas. Thank She's you, she was on Geekscape a few months ago, and then said, "Hey, I want to put Heidi in this movie." And now I'm going to go gonna, see her yeah. next month, and I'm I've got my flight booked. I'm ready to go. I'm like. Let's do it. Look I'm at very you. excited. <laughs> uh, Jim Paganelli says, Don't Change is also my favorite song from the soundtrack of Adventureland mm. with Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. Greg Matola's film, Adventureland. Uh, I like that film. I love that song. Mm. Um, it's oh, pretty Zoe. great. She's and she Zoe Bailey's back and she says, it sounded wonderful. Truly. Thank and you, Zoe. Zoe's fantastic. She was Speaking a big of. part of the wedding because her husband... Um, Herschel Bailey was our he was our DJ. Pretty much, he was amazing. He was all of it. Not only that, not only like the dance music, but the music in the ceremony, ceremony, ceremony music, all of it, sound mixing. um, He was so good that our very own, also professional DJ, um, (laughs) Shane O'Hare, walked over to him when he was eating or dancing and was like, "Hey, they let you take a break." And I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, he's one of my closest." friends herschel had to explain to him yeah i'm one of their closest friends i i'm not just a dj he did yeah he did this amazing premix for us actually and he like you know he monitored it a bit but like mostly he's just so great at that that he was able to what are you laughing at uh i'm sorry matt kelly can't help himself he said that the goo goo dolls did a great cover of don't change for the ace ventura when nature calls soundtrack and that he hates having these pointless facts bouncing around in his brain i can't go with any other cover (laughs) Except I love for the, maybe I the love, one I played, but I don't think it was. I as love good the as... Bruce Springsteen cover. Nothing touches the NXS cover, but I'm now going to go look uh, up that Goo Goo Dolls cover because uh, the last time I saw Ace Ventura 2 when Nature Calls was in the theater on opening night watching Ace Ventura 2 when Nature Calls, and I, I did mean, not look back. I'm a Michael Hutchins purist. Like, <laughs> they are one of my favorite bands. I, I love them. Uh, Matt oh, Kelly says, wait, hold on. There's something that doesn't track. You mean Shane did something socially awkward and weird? He is the most well-adjusted geekscapist. How dare you? I well, want to say... Okay. 
So Lauren Selman says you two are perfect in every way. I'm blowing you kisses, Lauren. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan's pushing. He's trying. I'm trying to get you set up at you, least in my don't level. Don't change. Remember? No, don't, no. I just don't want, change. Don't for slump. You. I'm worried don't that this lower third right here is going to cover your chin when I do uh. <laughs> this. What? Boom. No, I'm good. See how high it goes? Yeah, that's what I worry about. Like <laughs> that? I, no, no. Now you're. I'm like I'm. I'm lowering my face yeah, and so. looking from side to side. Please sit up straight, Heidi. I, Welcome I, to Geekscape. The sunlight is like my parent. Yeah. No, I'm not your parent. But I'm your dad. No, I'm not <laughs> no, going to make that, uh, no, make that no, joke. No. Uh, nope. Raymond Russell says, well, adjusted Geekscape. So that's a pretty low bar. You know what? Shane will take it. What song would I sing? And uh, Lauren Selman says, what song would you sing to Wait. Heidi? Oh, hmm. oh, yeah, trivia question. Yeah, really, <laughs> really, like, damn, what song would I you sing? Sang to you sang me a song when string. I make, I make songs up for you all the freaking time. You should do it now. I will. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel inspired, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, I, I, I'm more of a conduit than a singer. Like, when the inspiration hits, so I just kind of, you know what I'm saying? If uh, I try to turn on my recorder, he like immediately stops. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I break into really stupid Adam Sandler style songs all the time, inspired by things like maybe what we're cooking for dinner or where the hell's the remote or, like, or, or like, I found your sock in the bathroom again. Don't worry. I put it in the dirty laundry or like 90s style, like R&B, like, um, oh, yeah. Know, by seduction technique, seduction is nothing, songs. if not hilarious, really probably also flailing, but hilarious. And uh, those usually end up uh, as songs. <laughs> And you know what? As far as don't change goes, Lauren Selman kicks back with just change your underwear. Okay, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah, don't change just your underwear. Uh, Big Yank says, those centerpieces were beautiful. I brought one to New York along with 20 tacos from Jack in the Box. His in-laws <laughs> demanded that he brings back Jack in the Box. Uh, and you know what? That's so Big... Did you really bring a centerpiece back? Though? Yeah, he brought back one of our centerpieces. I'm so glad it survived the flight. That makes me happy because they're glass. Like I, I'm Matt's glass cracked. That. We're going to get Matt a new glass. How? Uh, well, we don't, don't have any more. I'll order one. I don't. I don't know. Ordering I'll etch it in the minds of Maria. Um, I don't know. Uh, Camille says, "Sing, sing, peer pressure." Also, my show. I will not be singing. <laughs> oh, I thought it was for me. Okay. <laughs> Neela like, says, my... "I second the peer pressure." No, the only I will not be singing. Yeah, no, it's funny. You can't trick does. me. I have. I will one. not be singing. I'm sorry. You see, that I was more Doctor Seuss than singing. Oh no, don't play the there's one, there's there's one, one that I saved a long time ago. It's pretty funny. No. Long time ago, <laughs> that I managed to I managed to like turn on my recorder without him knowing. And I caught some. It was really funny. You're, see, like you hold secrets in this marriage. How are we? How is this going to work? I, I played know. it for you. It's very funny. So um, gorgeous. My voice was shot the other day. It's still shot. We can't just be talking about like wedding stuff this whole time. Except, We're talking although about Tyrone Tan says, "Congratulations to you both. May you both be abundantly blessed with your years of great happiness, protection, health, and prosperity." Protection sounds like a spell. Hey, I'll take it. But. <laughs> <laughs> but babe, we're talking about how to have a like kind of a nerdy inspired DIY wedding. Go ahead. That's what I was. Yeah, no, go for it. <laughs> we're talking about how to have that kind of wedding on a budget. The other thing is get a taco person because holy cow, she was awesome. And for our cocktail hour, we had chips and salsa, which was also not that expensive. It's not like some charcuterie board or anything, right? Very Southern California to Plus have it, chips and salsa and then a taco lady come and make tacos for her. Yeah. Food. And like you're like, you know, 
oh my people <laughs> oh that's what I you're going oh my people well, you huh? wouldn't, yeah, well he, ha- i mean only half mexican but yeah i guess it tracks you wouldn't let me tacos only half a sandwich he didn't like any of the what was it he didn't like any white of, people food no that's not what he said you didn't like any of the mexican traditions i looked up for the <laughs> <Right>. ceremony <laughs> so it was kind of nice that we found a taco person it was so yummy too it was way more exciting than the food we had originally thought we were gonna have yeah, Matt Kelly says the rice was insanely good. I went back to try to get seconds. The that rice. Con- that container was scraped clean. Matt and his beige food. <laughs> Matt loves beige food. I looked over during the uh, rehearsal dinner pick. and the salad was still sitting there from Matt. Matt was piecing together. He's like, that's right. He yeah. did not touch his salad. He you, just we know said this it. about Matt. Matt is like, I will take bread and mayo, hold the meat and the lettuce and the. Can I just he get mayo on bread, please? With some milk. With some milk. Can I have milk, bread, and mayo for my we love you, lunch, Matt. please? Matt is pretty particular. Uh, that's what he likes. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see where that question went. went. Lauren says, does Jonathan have a flower crown, too? I don't. I had a Newsies hat. This isn't even the one that I wore in the wedding. This is one from my bachelorette that, once again, Stephanie Pressman yeah, made for me. She was, kind of, she was an amazing... Faye of Honor, and so is Megan. They were mm-hmm. wonderful. What is why? Why is Big Yank saying "Adios mio"? Why? Because I said about the Mexican traditions and the ceremony. Maybe. I mean, ultimately, let's just face it. We Heidi d- did want to put some traditions into the wedding because my mother is from Guadalajara. My mother is Mexican. Uh, she wanted my mother to feel comfortable. That's her new mother-in-law. I love, I love my mom. My mom was. Pretty much not by herself at the wedding, but my brother and her were pretty much, uh, my, you know, they were at the wedding and my stepdad didn't come and I didn't want my mom to feel out of place. But, you know, Matt got okay. his Matt got his cake. Had, it was Mexican yeah. cake. Uh, oh, that's true. We had we, a Vallarta cake and we had a Porto's cake. We had tacos at the wedding. It, it had some it had some Mexican some style banners. in it. We used some Mexican banner flags. Um, but like when it comes to like the money dance. Researching some of these Mexican traditions for like yeah. weddings. Like, I didn't want to do that. Like, what's the money dance? Because we definitely, I, from the go, get go, we were like, we're not doing a garter toss because that's icky. We're not doing, what are some of the, a bouquet oh, yeah, toss? I didn't do a bouquet was awesome. You wanted to hold no, on to it. No, that wasn't the reason why. Oh, why. I think it's outdated. Okay. It's like whoever catches us and the next woman to get married, but why? Like, Matt Kelly could have caught it. No, but it's just. It's just sort of misogynistic. And then the garter is a little creepy. And Garter's totally creepy. You know, um, and then what were we saying? I forgot. I'm so we're looking up brains. all these different things that we, we want to maybe involve or not involve. Oh, in Celtic. In the... Well, I was using Celtic stuff in okay. the ceremony because of my side of the family being like, you know, super Anglo white, <laughs> like all British Isles. We didn't serve potatoes. We did not. We did not serve potatoes. No. But Bad. there were potatoes at a rehearsal dinner. So we started looking up more things that were Mexican traditions at weddings. And there is the money dance. And the money dance. How do you describe the money dance? Because we nixed it really fast. Well, we barely, we barely even had time to do any dancing anyway. Because we, um, like the caterer, there was a little bit of a mishap with the schedule. And the caterer came later than we thought she was coming. And there's my mom going. And then I, I, yeah. Um but anyway, uh, so we, the money dance is when I think people pay you money. I think in the past it was like they'd pin money to you so they could dance with you. I I mean, my dress was made by Claire Pettibone. I wasn't going to have a little bit of 
that she's a couture designer and i like it's called fashion ever heard of it no 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 but she's just she's a couture designer and i managed to get my dress on sample sale and it was just like one of my favorite dresses that she's ever made and not pinning a bunch of dollars but then some people do like venmo links and stuff but it just felt weird to me and i felt like most of my as my mother says can i click on this yeah go for it scotch irish that's my mom yeah um as my the, my Scotch Irish side, of my family they're not going to understand what the money dance is. You know, they're going to be like, "What is this?" Nobody's going to bring cash to like do I, the money. I also dance. didn't want to feel like we were begging our guests for money. Like this isn't a GoFundMe. <laughs> like this isn't a GoFundMe. Like this is just I mean, we set up a gift registry and that was that's it. Like that a gift. It was registry. a honey fund. A honey fund. Because we're it. old and we don't need I, pots and pans. I don't need pots and pans. We don't need we anything. Our apartment's half full of wedding stuff anyway. Let's just go to Thailand and let's have yeah, a great honeymoon. See some elephants. Yeah, I want a monkey to steal my hat. Uh, Matt Kelly actually says, you know what? I don't think we did that bad because he says the most awkward wedding I attended, I was the only single person and the groom just awkwardly handed me the garter. Oh, you loved that. We're Come on. Very that was glad awkward. that you scrapped it. Well, if there's You're others, like, yes. no, Heidi, if there's other single people, then there's, you know, possibilities but as the only single person getting the garter just kind of feels like you're called out so like, did no one catch the bouquet because you were the only single person like there weren't any single women just yeah i mean not that it shouldn't even be that way really like a guy could catch the bouquet That's camille fine. demar says you know what cajuns do the money dance too glad my sister forewent that particular tradition but cajuns they have to pin money to a alligator down there in the swamps oh i'm my. kidding i'm just being stupid oh uh facebook user says oh. whoever you, you are you guys didn't do the chicken dance with a line of people handing you envelopes i asked this as an east coast catholic <laughs> i like the chicken dance but we but i have never heard of that tradition uh big yanks would have pinned money onto john you can feel <laughs> free to have done that during universal and uh, Lauren Selman says, listen, the money dance, the dollar dance, and the apron dance is an event at some wedding receptions on various cultures. During a money dance, male guests pay to dance briefly with the bride, and sometimes female guests pay to dance with the groom. You know what? This I got is... to dance with my mom. I didn't That's get to it. dance with my stepdad, which kind of made me sad. I almost did, and then you were like, wait, I'm here. And... <laughs> So Nilu says, listen, my Persian people just bring bricks of one, fives, tens, and twenties and then throw them up in the air as the bride and groom <laughs> are dancing. And then she says, We do the really? knife dance. <laughs> or the fire dance. Yo, that's some straight up Prince of Persia fucking saber shit. That's crazy. <laughs> uh oh, no. that's that's intense. Everyone's uh, saying to go to Chiang Mai in uh, Thailand. Matt Kelly says, My dad's high school best friend was the only single woman. And that's like what, a 30 year age gap? Go for it. Okay. Well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wizard of Video Games over on Twitch says, was uh, was a Star Trek Betazoid wedding considered? Can you explain oh, to me what that is? Uh, like, so in a, a, in a Betazoid wedding, um, no one, the, the, the clothing is completely foregone. No one wears clothes in a Betazoid wedding. Um, so Why are you telling me I this really now? wanted to wear a dress. Because okay. I, I think dresses are pretty. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so no, I didn't want to have a naked wedding. Plus, we probably we'd have to go somewhere in Palm Spring where there's like a nudist area, or that town in France that our friend Dove took his wife to. That's like totally nude. I don't even like showing my bald spot. I'm not going around naked. There, well, right? Do you want to tell them why we came up, came up with the hats? Well, I just don't like having the little sunroof that I've grown on the top of my head. So I got like a Newsies hat, which I liked. And that's what your grandfather used to wear. Yeah, that's I started. I tried for years to get Jonathan to try on one of these 
when it stops telling you're, me listen you're to, sinking in the he, frame as a director it's driving me crazy because you're like, like he's my so mom being anyway straight. Uh, i'm not i'm more like having our first fight like as a married chiropractor <laughs> heidi over the course of the show has just been like oh it's just a casual podcast i can just it's audio i can lean down here and then the frame can be like you no know, no sweetie, uh, please for years I've been trying to get you to try one of those hats and you wouldn't do it and you wouldn't do it. And even like, I would say a week before you actually tried one on, you yelled at me and said you didn't want to do it. And then don't make, it has you to be screamed at me. So. Heidi, you have to trick me into so, doing and, this. And finally I was like, just try this. And it was this really beautiful, like tweed gray hat that my grandfather used to wear all the time. It was wool and he tried it on and he liked it. And so when he was being hard on himself about his hair, I was like, well, I mean, you could, it would look really cute if you got one of those hats, like a flat cap or a carnaby cap to match the, the, the same color as the brown shoes. And you could give those also as gifts to your groomsmen. And then that, thus it was born. And then everyone's like, those hats look so cool. We love those hats. So. My dad came up to me. Uh, a ton of my friends came up to me and said, we want hats like the ones you're wearing in your wedding. And so we're just going to start a whole like newsies group or pinky <laughs> or like pinky blinders. And we're just going to start a gang of ruffians. Uh, but yeah, the, the hats ended up being like super stylish and super popular. Yeah. And uh, yeah, maybe we should get Geekscape hats. All, made that style. I would love that. All thanks to Dr. Henry E. Vogel, my grandfather, hmm. who was a, a physicist. It was really nice. Super, <laughs> super nice. Uh, Raymond Russell has some Thailand advice for us. He says, Elephant Nature Park, amazing elephant rescue. And I think that's why we started deciding to go to Thailand for our honeymoon was I so love, you could see elephants. I love elephants. And I've always, well, I've just heard Thailand's amazing. Says it's in Chiang Mai. We're not going to Chiang Mai, though. I'm sorry. Oh, the we're going to Phuket. The elephants Chiang, come to us. But we do have extra days there where we're not doing anything so, and Chiang Mai is north though but apparently okay. we could fly up there if we wanted to. Alright. Um, Bolt T wants to know were there <laughs> any X-Men character tables? No, let me tell you what the tables right? we, only, we only had six tables no. I was thinking Rogue. I wanted to have a. I wanted to have oh. a couple. I wanted to have Black Panther Spider-Man because he's my number one. Daredevil because he's my number two and also my parents are lawyers I wanted to put them at the Daredevil table so Spider-Man, Daredevil, <laughs> Black Panther <laughs> Had to have a female representation there, which Just ended one. up going to Medusa, but could have very easily been Rogue from the X-Men. Or you but could have had more than one. I wanted to also go with uh, Kirby drawings. So uh, I wanted to have King Kirby represented it. So Rogue is like an 80s character, and Jack Kirby didn't draw Rogue. So the other characters were Doctor Doom, because he's awesome, and you have to have him. Uh, and we also... Okay, wait, hold on. Let me see. We got... <laughs> Doctor Doom, Medusa, Black Panther, S3, Daredevil, Spider-Man, and who am I missing? I don't remember. I was just going to tell them about the, like... Please we, do. Please we do. had a... We also set up, a, since there were a lot of children in our wedding party and stuff, we set up a table with um, things to color, and for the rehearsal dinner... I color. I, oh, I colored. I printed out pages of superheroes, and one of mine was Professor X. So there's your X Men character, um, with like I don't know. We did some Wonder Woman, and then I did like Wonder. Wo sorry, Wonder Woman. A couple of female superheroes. Um, obviously, I think I printed out Spider Man. Wasn't Thor? You did have Thor though. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, then it was you Thor. You had Thor. Okay, it was I Thor. I remember because I cut them out. 
<laughs> it was the, Thor. The coloring pages were also, there were some superheroes and I also printed out fairies and, you know, the kid, and then some blank paper and the little kids. That was so perfect too. If you have kids at a wedding, have stuff for them to do like color. Uh, Matt Kelly says he's worn his Newsies hat regularly since coming back. It's nice, right? It's really good for like fall and winter too. Yeah, and your and mom says they're this. back in style now too. They well, never were not. In thanks style. to this lady making me wear it, we brought it back. <laughs> um, Raymond Russell says, "Don't ride the elephants." By the way, you in know, case you hadn't heard, I'm not riding a freaking we're, elephant. We're going to one that doesn't even let you like bathe them or anything. You just you kind of walk along with them and you meet them, but you don't really. I don't, I don't even think you touch them, which kind of makes me sad. But if it's better for them, that makes me happy. Okay, so Zoe Bailey now kicks in and says, you know what? The hats ended up being kind of unfortunate during the reception because all of the groomsmen were wearing the hats with the navy suit, with the suits and matching suits. Uh, I definitely recall Heidi looking for you yeah. in a, for a particular song, and she kept following the wrong people around because it was like I had uh, like um, like I'm the president and I have a bunch of decoys walking yeah. around so that they don't know who to assassinate. Yeah, he disappeared a lot. I was like, where are you? I was I was uh, playing mayor. I was entertaining my guests. I, I was like, hello, are you having a good time? That's what I call him, the mayor. Don't let Ian over talk to you about comic books. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Was cool. Oh, was it Black Panther? I said Black Panther. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. Thor. I'm pretty sure it was Thor. I'll double check. We can look. Yeah, we got Black Yay. Panther, Medusa, Doctor Doom, Daredevil, Spider-Man, and Thor. But anyway, this is your stream of consciousness, um, like instructions on how to have a, a nerdy-ish uh, Enchanted Forest wedding on a budget. We did it. We had a nerdy... <laughs> DIY Enchanted Forest Ewok Village oh. wedding on a budget. And our friend Darcy, who owns Shutterbox LA, she did. We <laughs> okay. So here's another good thing about like because favors and stuff. We gotta we gotta no go for it. Because a lot of times people are like, oh, do we need to give favors? People don't always take favors home. Sometimes people don't want them. But then, um, if you have a photo booth with printouts. Those are the favors because everybody wants to take a photo home of themselves, right? I'm yeah, I'm not and, gonna set up and? straight. And I'm very tired. And what happened? What With do you the, mean? Well, we, we, we there's more about the photo booth picture. It was like we found an enchanted forest theme and had a beautiful <gasps> moon on it. And yes! then then you wanted to make an adjustment to the picture. Yeah, so we found the the border is like this digital border for the printout. So the photo is in you've seen a photo the digital booth. border. Yeah. And it was like an enchanted forest with a tree and the moon and the sky. And we were like, it needs a little something here's a, here's a picture of Falcor. Do you think you could, you think you could just put him in the sky in the background? So we did. Yeah. We added Falcor to the border of our yeah. Insta pics there. So, uh, Lauren, yeah. someone says, how did you feel the day after your wedding? Did you feel excited? Nostalgic? I'm always curious about the day after. I felt very tired and yeah. And then we were at Universal with my family. So it was still just like, this is weird. He's my husband. <laughs> I've never had one of those before. Yeah. I was, was calling fun. you my wife long before the you wedding. Were calling, yeah, you were calling me. I was getting myself prepped. I'd wake up in the morning for the last year and be like, hello, wife. And she's like, no, you're not. Not No. Keep it up. You won't, you never be. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Yanks has not met a photo booth he doesn't love. Yeah, Big Yanks was in a lot of those photo booth uh, photos, and Big Yanks says no, no, no. Matt kept dragging me to the photo booth. Listen, the gatekeepers are fighting amongst themselves in the in the comments <laughs> here. 
basically, I just wanted to do an episode with Heidi, introducing you to Miss Heidi Cox London. Yes. And uh, I don't know, Still I guess. keeping my middle name. Yeah, go for it. Michelle. Not, go for Heidi it. Michelle. I'll accept you. Cox London. Any way you are. Um, but I wanted to do an episode talking about our geeky wedding and uh, I'm still, celebrating. I can, I can feel myself. I'm like horse. I'm still horse from yeah. everything. My voice does not like it doesn't hold up anymore. We did a lot of talking to a lot of people well, and from I, Wednesday on. Oh, and I, I had like, you know, some adult beverages that also have they're kind of acidic. So I'm sure that didn't help. So the good thing is. It's behind us, and we're married. We're married. We have some incredible memories. Uh, a lot of y'all were a part of it. A lot um, of cake, a lot of chips. <laughs> we still have a lot of cake and a lot of chips. So no party salsa. at the Londons. Bring the guacamole. Oh yeah, we're out of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was great, and it was really. Yeah. It wasn't. It, you know what? It wasn't that it was geeky. It was that it was us. Yeah, it was. That's what most people say. And my mother was even saying because, like, years ago, before I moved here, like, gosh. I don't know, 18 years ago, before I moved here, I was engaged to this guy. I was, I was really young and uh, she was, she, she, and she made a point. She was like, yeah, like if you got married when you were young, it wouldn't have been as much about like who you were and you, now that you gotten married now, you, you didn't marry him. I can't, obviously my, my, I cannot talk right now. My head is still kind of, but it's just that like, I, I know myself more. I know what I want more. I think back then it was more like princess, you know? And now it's like, I don't know. I just like that. It felt like I was creating like a production. No, you can fall into the, you can fall into the, the kind of mode that I was in when I first got married was like, Hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, it, it was just, but didn't it kind of feel like you were you were setting up like a like a film shoot or something? That's what the actual like production of it. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a production. It's fantastic. It's like you're putting on a show. And that's that's the way our efficient described it to us. And like uh, the like we want you, I want you to give me a call sheet, a breakdown of of see what scenes we we have and, and what are the things that are important to you. What are the important beats that we want to yeah, hit? Yeah, and he. I was so worried because he asked so many questions. I thought, oh, gosh, am I going to need to come up with. Are we falling short on what he needs? But he like, did perfect. And he fantastic. quoted all these amazing, like, philosophies and spiritual. It was very cool. Well, um, Bolt T says, did you film the wedding? We didn't. We got some videographers. And I recorded the wedding on audio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I can maybe put John's opening remarks at the end of this episode. Sure. Okay, so if you're watching this on Our YouTube, are nice too. Facebook, or uh, on Twitch, uh, you're not going to hear the episode. But I, do, I, I don't want to put on our vows quite yet. Maybe we play our vows out a little bit, maybe a future episode. Okay. But uh, I'll put John's opening remarks on this one. And uh, we're like timing out, huh? That's just, no, I'm just like trying to keep my episodes to a little over an hour if, at most. Yeah. Uh, but I liked, he used this really cool metaphor, barn metaphor of a barn I photographed in his vows. And then yes, I did not have geeky vows, it turns out. I just wrote writer. vows. I sat in a McDonald's late at night and I said, okay, like, what do you want to say, dog? <laughs> and uh, I took a pen to paper and it's the same paper that I used at the uh, at the altar. Um, I, I just know. wrote about stream of consciousness almost, but I've been thinking about them for 
a month or so and like hey like what does this mean like what do you actually want to promise this person and then it just kind of flowed out of me i think what was really what really struck me and i don't know if it was true for you but like when i sat down to actually write my vows i was like what am i gonna write and once i started writing it was super easy because i knew exactly what i wanted to say to you and the big one for my like he used this really cool bar metaphor and I just wanted to really um, emphasize the fact that love is a verb as well as a noun and that you have to, you have to actually show loving behavior as well as feel love for someone. And that was one of the more important things I've learned so far in my life. (laughs) Well, you do it so much. Well, I verb you very much. Uh, Geekscape is going to let you go <laughs> so that uh, you can be like, well, that was a bunch of sweetness. No, maybe yeah, you, you can go it. vomit now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love you and um, thank you for listening to this. Uh, and Geekscape is, if you want to hear the opening remarks from John, I'll put them at the end of this episode. You can find them on the podcast feed. They're if so you enjoy the podcast, uh, share it with your friends. Five stars, the podcast, all that podcast stuff. <laughs> um, there's more coming soon. Ian and I are going to brave Black Adam. <laughs> I'm going to a film festival tomorrow uh, for a week. And then when I come back, I'm going to watch Black Adam and then sit down with Ian and talk about The Rock in Black Adam. Uh, sure, that movie is going to be awesome. And that'll be the next thing on the feed is us talking Black Adam. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Common said on YouTube, and this is a deep cut from before Geekscape, back from the Geek Drum. Uh, days and I will tell you, uh, Dan Trachtenberg reached out on Twitter and said, "You look so happy." And I said, "Thanks, dude. I am happy." Uh, it was very sweet. Adela uh, comment says, "So you're telling me after the I do's, you didn't just scream out back to comics?" No, that's that's a postcoital cry only. Okay, Don't say okay. that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. I don't actually say that. Like, nice. listen, it's always time to go back to comics. It's always time to read comics. Comics are fine. I comics have no problem great. with comics. Yeah. All right, Geekscapist. Thank you so much. Bye. For watching, Thanks for having me listening on. And all that. I love you. I love you You're too. My wife. I, I verb you. I verb you back. Yay. <laughs> Bye, Geekscapist. <laughs> They're like, that's a lot. <laughs> listen, I'm supposed to be a nerd. I want to hear about. I want to hear about nerd stuff. Or believe in love. You can, like, believe in love. Do you believe in love? There he sang. He did it. (laughs) There you go. Is my mic live? Can you hear me? Great. Thank you so much. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to friends and family. Welcome all faiths and all fandoms. Uh, (laughs) DC and Marvel, Star Wars and Star Trek, geeks and dweebs are all welcomed alike. And I want to thank everyone who missed Comic-Con Detroit to be here. (laughs) I'm very honored to be with you all this day when Heidi and Jonathan solemnly and joyfully choose to create something new, to create a shared commitment and to face all the joys and all the sorrows, all the challenges and all the growth together, and to help each other become the person they want to be. Show of hands, who's attending their first wedding of this decade? the 2020s. Oh, great. Okay. I'm so glad we're all here. It's worth waiting for, and I want to thank both of you for not doing this on Zoom. (laughs) I am not a member of any formal Christian clergy, but I'm here because of Christian clergy. My mother was a nun before she married. Um, She had a spiritual calling and became a nurse and worked with lepers in Africa took a vow of poverty, chastity, and servitude. My father was a Franciscan brother 
who taught history to Catholic boys in Brooklyn and wore the Jedi robes. And my parents both had a calling, had careers, they grew, and one day they were made aware that they had a new calling to each other. And that is how they learned that the truest of all religions is love. I met Heidi many years ago, 15, I believe. And for me, it was incredible to meet someone in Los Angeles who I could have real conversations with about religion and spirituality and the difference between the two, about Jesus and his fan clubs, and about being an artist. And what really impressed her was when I told her I had been on an episode of Becker opposite LeVar Burton. <laughs> My wife and I were always astonished over the years how Heidi's kindness and warmth never faded living in Los Angeles. If anything, she's one of those rare people who became more deep and sincere the longer she lived in LA. And we always wished that she would find a partner who would match her kindness, match her intelligence, someone who got her. I had the great pleasure of meeting Jonathan a couple of years ago in New York City as a guest on his podcast. I was already a fan, but I was struck by his compassion and his humor and his brilliance. Before we finished the interview, I was begging him to come on my show. And how does one come up with a suitable wedding benediction for two people as complex and hilarious as these two? Um, it was quite a challenge. I looked all over to try to find something spiritual. Um, the Kabbalah in the Zohar says that people who marry are one soul, separated on the journey to earth, and when they're married, they're united again. The Quran says Allah created you both from one soul. Krishna says love is a consistent passion to give, not a meek, persistent hope to receive. And of course, I had to go to the Bible, the book of Ruth, where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Where you die, I will die. There I will be buried. Except his people are already your people. Your people are already his people. And that's actually a verse about two women. So that didn't work. <laughs> but Heidi and Jonathan are both creative souls. They're both artists from the world of fantasy. And I think fantasy sci-fi is a very beautiful kind of spirituality. It is about finding truth in fiction. And these people both do that in their lives and in their work. So with that in mind, Star Trek says, love is the greatest mystery of all. No one knows why it happens or it doesn't. And if we could define love, predict it, it would probably lose its power. And I realize some of you aren't spiritual or into sci-fi, so there's Camus. <laughs> love is the condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. Of course, Heidi found the perfect benediction and she asked me to share Shakespeare with you. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love, which alters when the alteration finds, or bends with a remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come, Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out, even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. Heidi and Jonathan, you are here today because of the struggles and the love of your parents and your grandparents and all your ancestors who came before you. And the best parts of them, all of them are alive in you. And that means 
all your ancestors. The best parts of them are with us here today. It is my honor to be here on your day in the presence of those who love you. And we will now move on to the vows which Heidi and Jonathan have written for each other. Heidi, it's pretty easy for me to pinpoint exactly the moment that I started falling in love with you. I know the moment because it's on your Instagram. <laughs> uh, we were friends for a lot of years, and then we took it to the next level. We started following each other. It's true. <laughs> That's very true. Um, we talked about this. I don't know if you remember this. It's been years since we talked about them. But you had these pictures up yes. of these old abandoned barns in the fields of Greer, your hometown of Greenville in South Carolina. Uh, these barns were just abandoned out in fields and you would take photos of them and you would make them look beautiful. And They woke something up in me. I was almost 40. I felt like maybe my best years were behind me. I was run down. I was beat up. I wasn't quite standing right. I really could have used a fresh coat of paint. I felt like all my uses were behind me. And maybe I'd been left out to pasture. I was in a pretty low place. But something in those photos, the way you saw those forgotten things, you made them beautiful. They were stoic and they were strong and they were remembered. And I wanted somebody to look at me like that again. And you did. You looked at me like that. And that, seeing those pictures, was when I fell in love with you. It made me feel like you could see me. It made me feel like you could believe in me. So Heidi, these are my vows. I promise to always see you the way that you have always seen me. I promise to always stand for you, no matter how hard the wind blows on me. I promise to always shelter you you can always find comfort in my arms. And I promise to always hear you, because you've never made me feel ignored. If you didn't want a husband <laughs> with a barn metaphor, you shouldn't be married a Texan. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> but I've loved the way that you've made me feel for so long that I can't spend another day without you as my wife. I love you. The sun is in my eyes, and I'm gonna, I think I can, yeah, I'm good. It's okay, it's okay. I see you. <laughs> I will shelter you. Uh, he will give you shade. I will give you shade. Every okay. now and then I might move, it's but. Right. Jonathan, I don't really remember meeting you. <laughs> Which makes me a little sad. 
I know it was after our birthday party in Hollywood on that street with the confusing parking signs. You guys know. Um, I know Stephanie insisted on taking me to a birthday party to cheer me up because I was sad. And I have a faint memory of talking to you in the street, but I wish I remembered more. Even though I don't remember meeting you, I'm so grateful it happened. Several months later, Stephanie said to me, hey, we should do a signing for Dweeb Darlings. Maybe Jonathan London would let us do that at his booth. To which I replied, who's Jonathan London? <laughs> Somehow Stephanie was able to talk you into that and I remember you there. I remember how you seemed to be so excited about life and how kind you were. I noticed how happy it made you to make people laugh. <laughs> um, that was when we started to become friends. You were a good friend who gave me great advice about everything from writing stories, uh, outlining scripts, to dating advice on the guy I was seeing at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you were so easy to talk to. You were thoughtful. Being around you had a calming effect for me, like a hand that reaches out to steady a rocking boat. You're one of the funniest people I have ever met with creativity that I can only imagine having. Your capacity for storytelling, I don't think you understand how much it impresses me. One of my um, favorite things about you, oh, hold on, one okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> um, and now here we are. So uh, thank you, Stephanie. Thanks, for, Steph. <laughs> thank you, for Steph. taking me to that party when I didn't feel like going anywhere. And thank you for asking Jonathan if we could sign little postcards at his table at Kamikaze. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> One of my favorite things about you is you're compassionate, and that is important to me. It's such an important quality. You love people just as they are where they are in their life. In my life, I've come to learn that love is not only a noun, but it's also a verb, meaning there is a difference between feeling love for someone and showing them loving behavior. They also pair quite nicely. <laughs> and after everything that we've been through, together and apart, you're very good at it. I verb you very much. Oh, yes. And I noun you very much. Okay. And I promise I will continue to do my best to verb and noun you. I also promise to try and really pay attention when you tell me the basketball stats. <laughs> I'll go to any game you want me to. I will also attend as many, <laughs> as many punk shows as you want, um, but no mosh pit if that's okay. No, no. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. 43 years old, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I promise to never ride on the back of a motorcycle again. I may occasionally ride a horse though. Um, I promise I will keep growing and learning about myself and about you. I will always be open and excited to communicate even better than we already do. I'm so happy to have found someone who is as excited about that as I am. <laughs> um, I will also take my alone time, enjoy it, and encourage you to do the same. I know that's important. Um, I will do my very best to reflect how wonderful and valuable you are. I will cheer you on from wherever we are in life. I will remind you how much I believe in you. 
and us. When things are happy, I will be here. When things are sad, I will be here. When life is easy, I will be here. When life is difficult, I will be here. I will love you, verb and noun, through everything we encounter. Everything I have to offer is yours. At 11.11, I always like to say, make a wish. Um, it turns out you're my 11.11. Thank you for loving me unconditionally. Thank you for accepting my love, because you are so very worthy of it. I'm so grateful we found one another. Heidi and Jonathan will now share a unity sand ritual right over here. Um, this union is signified through the pouring of these two containers of sand. One represents you, Heidi, all that you have ever been, all that you are, and all that you'll ever be. One, Jonathan, all that you are, all that you'll ever be. Today, you're combining all of your uniqueness into one vessel. They're pouring sand in funnels. Yeah. <laughs> It'll look cool later at our house. And now their friend Casey will be delivering a Celtic blessing. May the meeting of this hour be fulfilled through the days and years to come. May the love of this man and this woman, their unity of spirit, grow deeper and stronger in the uncertainties and changes of life they will share. Loving each other, may they love all persons. Trusting each other, may they learn to trust life. May their love reach out to the love of all, that their lives may bless all those whose lives they touch. May they find comfort together in shared hours of shadow, as well as in the bright sunshine of joy. May they be to each other both strong and gentle, May all who follow their lives with interest and affection have cause to rejoice not alone in their happiness, but in their brave and generous living, which makes life beautiful and Thank you, Casey. Purple's not easy. <laughs> we don't want you to start rushing things now. You're okay. We invite you all to come shake it as the evening progresses. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot the ants. <laughs> Wedding rings are made special because you are wearing them. Your rings are a way of saying that even in your uniqueness, you have chosen to be bound together. Let these rings also be a sign that your love has substance and soul. Your love has a present and a past. And despite any sorrows, your love is a circle of happiness and strength. Jonathan? Jonathan, will you love, respect, grow together, and help Heidi become the person she wants to be? I will. Heidi, will you love, 
respect and grow together with Jonathan, helping him become the person he wants to be. I will. May these rings always remind you of the vows you have taken today. Thank you for letting us all be a part of it. By the power vested in me by the ULC, your friendship in the state of California, I now pronounce you husband and wife. You may please close the deal. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Jonathan and Heidi Cox, London. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.